I am a tower of strength within and without. I am a tower of strength within. I am a tower of strength within and without. I am a tower of strength within. All burdens fall from my shoulders. All anxieties slip from my mind. All burdens fall from my shoulders. All anxieties slip from my mind. I let every shackle be loose. 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 I am a tower of strength within and without. I am a tower of strength within. I am a tower of strength within and without. I am a tower of strength within. I am a tower of strength within and without. I am a tower of strength within. I am a tower of strength within and without. I am a tower of strength within. I am a tower of burdens fall from my shoulders. I am a tower of strength from my mind. I am a tower of burdens fall from my shoulders. Tower of strength from my mind. I let every burden fall from my shoulders. Every shackle slips from my mind. I let every burden fall from my shoulders. Every shackle be loose from my mind. I let every shackle be loose. I am a tower of strength within my mind. I am a tower of strength from my mind. I am a tower of strength from my mind. I let every shackle be loose. 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 I let every shackle for those of you I've not met before, I'm Sarah Tinker, and, and until last year I was minister with this great congregation, and I'm still very much committed to our community and to its message of open-hearted, open-minded inclusivity, compassion, conscience, and spirituality, bringing us together, I reckon. It's good to see you all and I bid a warm welcome to all of those who might be listening in to a podcast sometime in the future or watching this service on a video. I hope life is treating you well. We're recording this service at the end of Mental Health Awareness Week here in the UK and our theme today which is called You Can Do This Hard Thing it's about the many ways that we support one another on our life journeys. So I hope there'll be something particularly relevant for your life today. If life is not treating you well at present, well, do please get in touch, maybe with one of us, if you'd like to talk things over or reach out elsewhere, somewhere that you might assist you. 
I'm going to start with some words written by Laura Horton Ludwig called What We Do Matters. I wonder if any of her ideas particularly fit with your own thoughts about why we gather in a community like this. Spirit of life and love. We are here because we believe what we do matters. We are here because we believe how we live our life matters. That with every act of kindness or meanness, courage or fear, love or hate, we are weaving the fabric of the universe that holds us all. We're here because we need encouragement, because we need strength, because so often we get distracted. We get in a rush and we don't think, we choose the easy way, when the harder path is perhaps what our spirits truly long for. We're here because none of us is perfect, but together, together we inspire one another to try again, to take another step, we're here because we have felt the stirrings of love and grace in our hearts and hands, and we crave more of that for ourselves, and not only for ourselves, for everyone. We're here because how we live matters. So I invite us all to take a moment now to take a conscious breath in and out, and as we breathe out, to know that we have arrived here and now. Let's imagine the connections between us all across time and space. The tender connections of the heart that are forged by gathering together. As I light our chalice flame, a single flame connecting us with Unitarian and Unitarian Universalist communities the world over, part of a progressive, contemporary, also historic faith community and a community that welcomes you just as you are. So let's hold one another in loving compassion and Ready ourselves for a time of prayer now. Let's each do what we do to get ourselves into the right state of body and mind. Maybe shift your position a little bit or find a position that helps you focus. Close your eyes or soften your gaze, whatever assists you to be fully present with yourself, with the presence of others, and with that larger presence which holds us all. Here in Britain, we're coming to the close of Mental Health Awareness Week. And our whole service today reflects that. So as I invite you to join in this time of reflection and prayer, we know that we live in times when our awareness of the importance for each of us of, of our mental health and well-being, that is still a growing awareness. We have still much still to learn. 
So let us encourage one another and ourselves to be more open. In letting one another know how we are feeling and what is going on for us. Then no one need carry a burden alone and unheard. Let's strengthen our ability to listen without judgment, to make gentle inquiries of one another, to sit alongside someone in silent acceptance of what is. Let's acknowledge the importance of all human communities. Praying for all those who are in leadership positions in our world. That they might be conscious of their own weaknesses. Oh, and not be blinkered by the power they hold. May they always remember that power is held on behalf of the whole community. And as violence threatens communities, particularly in Palestine and Israel once more, oh, may justice be shown to the oppressed. May their concerns be heard. And may our world community discover wellsprings of strength and determination to do all that it can to encourage peace and justice to arise where injustice and destruction have previously ruled. Let us strive to lovingly understand the hidden places existing within us all, that the light of day might shine to balance the darkness. Let us give the necessary time and space for one another's processes of growth and change. And in a time of shared silence now, I invite you, if you wish, to direct your thoughts, your prayers to people and places in your own lives and in the life of the world where help and support are needed most. To be human is to be both fabulous and frail, fierce and tender, wise and foolish, fragmented and whole, powerless and powerful. Let us all aspire to use our strengths wisely and to cherish our weaknesses. For together, they make us who we truly are. And to that aspiration, let's say, if we so wish, Amen, so may it be. Hello, everyone. Before I start this reading, 
I would like to give a bit of information as it's about flowers called peonies and not everybody is familiar with these flowers. They are spectacular and they come in whites and pinks, reds and yellows, and they have blooms as big as dinner plates. They have a delicate intoxicating fragrance and they are known around the world as the queen of flowers. So you have a visual idea of these beautiful flowers I will go into the reading. Quite a few of us seem to find com comfort in the natural world, out walking, gardening. In this piece I'm going to read, spiritual writer Ginilla Norris considers a heavy peony blossom and its need for nurturing in order to open in all its floral beauty. This extract comes from her book called Journeying in Place, Reflections from a Country Garden. Peony hugging, I think to myself, as I move from clump to clump. Each place I become more aware of the hard and heavy buds. Their weight has already begun to bend the stems towards the ground. In a few days, the blossoms will open and they will be huge. The whole plant will grow. I think of human blossoming and how much it too needs to be staked and supported. We need a circle of friends to hold us if we are going to open like peony buds and let out the beauty that is in us. How many of us have killed over just in the time of blooming for lack of support and encouragement? How many of us have not dared to reveal our true selves because we fear being cut? We, fe we fear the dying afterward. How many of us say to life, this is a mistake, I can't do it. It takes more than I've got. It does take everything we've got. I walk around the bed, it is a cradle. The plants reach my navel now. Some have only one bud, some have two, and some have as many as six blossoms. Their peony natures have said yes and have opened. The petals radiate out, white with pink, pink with white. I want to find the nature in me that will say yes like this. And I want to support others in their blooming, to be a stake, a circle of twine, an encouragement, a witness. Thank you, Pat. I love that description of peonies. If it's a flower you've not met in life before, I encourage you to rush out and find a peony to admire in the near future. Luscious indeed. Um, so there's an opportunity now for us all to sing a hymn. It's called Nothing Distress You, and it's um, based on words from Teresa of Avila. It speaks of the comfort that some people find in their faith. And that's a comfort I know that some of us find in human connections as well, or in the natural world. We're all going to be muted uh, here on Zoom. So when the words come up on the uh, screen, 
do join in singing if you like doing that. And if you'd rather not sing, just sit back and enjoy. This is a recording from the Unitarian Music Society. We're moving into the meditative part of our gathering now. We're going to have some words to guide us into stillness. Then there'll be a video of our chalice flame for you to focus on if you find that helpful. And after about three minutes of silence, the video will change to show the words of a song. I'll tell you a little bit about that song before we get started. It's called You Can Do This Hard Thing. And um, it's where the title for today's service came from. It's written by a folk singer and writer called Carrie Newcomer. Carrie is a Quaker and her music often expresses uh, her faith, her awareness of the sacred in the ordinary. She's described how this song first came to her when she was thinking about our oh so very human need for encouragement from one another in life. And she remembered the gentle words of encouragement her daughter's teacher gave to her class when they were finding their maths lessons a struggle. You can do this hard thing. It's not easy, I know, 
but I believe that it's so. You can do this hard thing. As always in Unitarian activities, feel free to think your own thoughts and meditate in your own way. My words are simply suggestions. Oh, so let's each of us get ourselves into a comfy position now. Feel free to turn off your camera if that helps. Enjoy that feeling of resting in your chair if you are sitting down. That sense of the earth beneath you. Maybe slip off your shoes if you like or put your feet up, whatever feels right for you. Maybe have one of those lovely stretches. Straighten our back if that feels right for us and uh, let's lift our shoulders up and down, let them circle back. Releasing, releasing any tension that we might be aware of. With eyes opened or closed, our facial muscles easing a bit, relaxing, softening our foreheads and uh, the muscles of our head and our scalp. Let's take a breath in and out. and breathe into a connection, connecting with an inner sense of possibility and capability in life. Focusing perhaps on a peaceful place within our very being. And in this more rested state, I invite you if you so wish to allow times in your own life to come into your awareness. Times when you have done the hard things or been helped or have helped others to do hard things in life. So let's enter a quiet time together now with our chalice flame, which will appear in a minute. And that will end with our song from Marilisa and a slide of the lyrics.
there at the table with my head in my hands a column of numbers I just could not understand you said add these together carry the two now you you can do this hard thing you can do this hard thing it's not easy i know but i believe that it's so you can do this hard thing at a cold winter station breathing into our gloves this would change me forever, leaving for God knows what. You carried my bags, you said I'll wait for you. You can do this hard thing, you can do this hard thing. It's not easy, I know, but I believe that it's so. You can do this hard thing. Late at night I called, and you answered the phone. The worst it had happened, and I did not want to be alone. You quietly listened, you said we'll see this through. You can do this hard thing. You can do this hard thing. It's not easy, I know, but I believe that it's so. You can do this hard thing. We stand breathless and pressed in hard times Hearts hung like laundry on backyard clotheslines Impossible just takes a little more time From the muddy ground comes a green volunteer In a place we thought barren, new life appears morning will come whistling some comforting tune for you you can do this hard thing you can do this hard thing it's not easy i know but i believe that it's so you can do this hard
Thank you to Marilisa for that music. And uh, I know it was very quiet on some people's devices, but uh, we'll make sure it's stronger when we create a video of this service. And also do have a look on YouTube for Carrie Newcomer's version of that. It's a great song. But, but if you're someone who is in the midst of a hard thing, I'm not sure if it's much comfort to hear that you aren't alone. We're all aware, aren't we, that any and every human life has a certain amount of suffering in with the mix. But when we personally find ourselves struggling, it can be, it can be hard to think of anything but the situation we're dealing with. So this may be completely the wrong time for me to be saying to you, you can do this hard thing. And if that's the case, well, feel free to shout loudly at your computer screen now, ideally while still muted, or go and make a welcoming cup of tea. This is Mental Health Awareness Week and you are the best expert about your own well-being. I asked people to get in touch with me and to tell me anonymously, or for me to tell you anonymously, of some of the hard things people in our community and beyond have had to deal with in life or are going through at present. Several young people told me about school tests and exams they are about to face and how really worrying it is to have had their education so disrupted this last year. One was finding it hard to sleep because they keep thinking of bits of the maths curriculum they don't quite understand yet. Some people are facing health issues as we know and some very serious indeed and some with symptoms that nobody seems quite able to explain. The issue of, well, how will life get back to normal after these COVID-19 related lockdowns we're going through? That is a great concern to some of us who don't yet feel safe to travel on, pub on public transport, buses and trains. I've heard as well of the pain of friendships inexplicably ended, of marriages reaching a difficult end, of, of people being wrongly accused and of losing a job unjustly, of feelings of isolation and despair. People have brought up children alone, had children taken into care, suffered miscarriages and infertility. And I've heard from people who've done this hard thing in life, have won legal battles, dealt with difficult relationships, learnt new skills, overcome alcoholism, coped with being unable to visit loved ones or attend even their funerals, managed to start a new life in a new land, speaking another language. All, all these life issues, they, they require us to seek wellsprings of courage within us. Courage is a as a quality of the heart that English word shows in its derivation from core in Latin and, and cur in French. Yeah, these are the times when we have to stand and face what is coming our way. These are the times when we may learn to accept what is happening rather than resisting it, which is also understandable. This is what the uh, Irish writer and uh, much quoted philosopher John O'Donoghue describes as showing a courageous hospitality towards what is difficult, painful and unknown. 
That's not the easiest form of hospitality for us to learn, is it? A courageous hospitality towards what is difficult, painful and unknown. These are the times when we're helped by the encouragement of others. Those marvellous people who know the right moment to say, you can do this hard thing. You can get through this. You can cope with what life is throwing your way. You have the inner resources you need. And if those necessary resources seem in short supply, well, you can shout out to others. That reading that Pat gave us earlier about the heavy peony flowers and their need for support in the garden. Oh, it's such a visual image of their heavy drooping heads and their need for a support stick or two. Heavy flower heads sometimes show us what they need. Their drooping buds are a way of communicating and then we have to interpret what we see. With one another, hmm, well, let's develop skills of asking what someone needs rather than rushing in with our own ideas. A friend with visual impairments description of just how very irritating it is when they're standing by the side of the road, well able to cross using their hearing and the guiding pavement bumps, only to be grabbed by the arm of a well-meaning but actually thoughtless stranger and dragged across the road. In our encouragement and support of others, let's become experts at asking people, can I assist you in some way? And not making assumptions about another person's needs. Let's not grab someone's arm before asking them if that's actually what they want us to do. And let's not fall into another trap, uh, uh, a Pollyanna-ish approach, some might call it, after the book character, Pollyanna, who always saw the bright side of life. You can do this hard thing. It, it, it doesn't pretend that everything is wonderful or that life is full of happy endings, rather the opposite. It says that life is tough for many of us and life does not always go the way we want. I've always treasured these words um, written by Caroline Blair, who was a member of Kensington Unitarians. And she wrote this for uh, our Kindred Souls, I Believe project, inviting people to describe their worldview. Listen to what she wrote to contradict the simplistic, if life brings you lemons, make lemonade approach to people's problems. She wrote, I believe that bad things happen to good people. All we can do is identify the things we can influence and make the best decisions we can and come to terms with the things that we can't. None of this is easy and it is an ongoing and forever incomplete process. I believe that if we get lemons, we won't always be able to make lemonade. Some people sometimes get too many lemons at once and their strength gives out. We need to look out for people who are drowning under lemons and be ready to offer a hand with the lemonade making. They may not be easy to spot or easy to help or at all grateful. Thanks to Caroline Blair for that beautifully expressed reminder. As Mental Health Awareness Week draws to a close here in Britain, let's be the people who stay aware to the reality that mental and emotional health issues are still too often hidden away and not spoken about.
Let's be part of a changing culture that values conversations about our thoughts and our feelings and learns healthy ways to give and receive support. And in our world community, perhaps that message, you can do this hard thing, perhaps that message can be shouted out by us all to governments that might be at this moment shrugging their shoulders in the face of seeming irresolvable issues. World hunger, clean drinking water, education for girls, climate change, peace and justice in the Middle East, maybe we can do these hard things too. May it be so. Thank you. So we get another chance now to sing together, alone and together here on Zoom, when we'll be safely muted. And this hymn, Spirit of Earth, Root, Stone and Tree, has words written by Leanne Mitchell from Glasgow Unitarians, and it's sung for us by David Kent of Leicester Unitarians. It's to an old Scottish folk tune called The Leaving of Lismore, and it speaks of the natural world as our source of strength and renewal. Um, you may, the words move around the screen a bit, so if you're uh, skilled, you can move the little strip of people in order to get to the words, but otherwise just enjoy listening or looking at the photos. Spirit of earth, root, stone and tree, water of life flowing in me, keeping me stable, nourishing me, oh fill me with living energy, spirit of nature,
which are healing and free. Spirit of love expanding in me. Spirit of life breathe deeply in me. Inspire me with living energy. Inspire me with living energy. So time for some announcements now. As always, much gratitude to our Zoom hosts, Janine Powell and John Humphreys. Without you, these services just couldn't happen. And thanks to Pat Gregory for our reading and to Marilisa Valtazanu for lovely music today. Uh, there are plenty of other opportunities for you to keep in touch in the week ahead. There are a few places left for heart and soul this evening, and I can put you in touch with Laura Dobson, who's uh, leading that. This week's theme is shelter. There's the coffee morning at 10.30 on Tuesday, lively conversation in good company guaranteed. And next Sunday, Jane Blackall will be leading our 10 a.m. service. Do drop us an email if you're quite new to our Sunday gatherings or stay behind after the service for a chat. Thank you to all of you who've made a donation recently or taken out a standing order. It really, really helps. I know these are challenging times for every charity and organisation. Um, there is a quick donate now button on our Kensington Unitarians website if you've got any spare money. Um, but make sure you're okay first. At the end of our service, after our closing music, we like to take a photo, so do stick around for that if it's okay with you. And we invite you to stay for a chat over a cuppa afterwards. Don't, don't feel you have to dash off. For our closing words, I suggest we all click uh, now on gallery view on our screens so that we can see us all in community together. And, and let me tell you a bit about our closing music. It's sung for us in a lovely video, again by Mary Lisa. It's a modern folk song called the Mary Ellen Carter. It's a sea shanty that tells of a crew's heroic efforts to sail a sunken ship once more. And it ends with a message to us all. And you, to whom adversity has dealt the final blow, with smiling so-and-sos lying to you everywhere you go, turn to and put out all your strength of arm and heart and brain, and like the Mary Ellen Carter, rise again. And so, I extinguish our chalice flame, but not the warmth of this community. Let us take this warmth and our sense of loving connection back into our wider world, a world that yearns for a message of understanding and acceptance. May each of us find the strength that we need for the tasks that require our attention in the days ahead. May we offer support to those we meet along life's highway and remember that we too can ask for help when we need it. We do not always need to do this hard thing on our own. In the days ahead, may each of us find wellsprings of strength within us and share what we have with others we meet along the way. Amen. Go well, all of you, and blessed be.
she went down last October in a pouring, driving rain. The skipper he'd been drinking, and the mate he felt no pain. To close to Three Mile Rock, and she was dealt her mortal blow, and the Mary Ellen Carter settled low. There was just us five aboard her when she finally was awash. We worked like hell to save her, all heedless of the cost. And the groan she gave as she went down, it caused us to proclaim that the Mary Ellen Carter would rise again. Well, the owners wrote her off, not a nickel would they spend. She gave twenty years of service, boys, then met her sorry end. But insurance paid the loss to us, so let her rest below. Then they laughed at us and said we had to go. We talked of her all winter, some days around the clock, for she's worth a quarter million afloat and at the dock. And with every jar that hit the bar, we swore we would remain and make the Mary Ellen Carter rise again. Rise again, rise again, that her name not be lost to the knowledge of men. All those who loved her best and were with her till the end will make the Mary Ellen Carter rise again. All spring now we've been with her on a barge lent by a friend. Three dives a day in a hard hat suit and twice I've had the bends. Thank God it's only sixty feet and the currents here are slow. Or I'd never have the strength to go below. But we've patched her rents, stopped her vents, dogged hatch and portholes down. Put cables to her fore and aft and girded her around. Tomorrow noon we hit the air and then take up the strain and make the Mary Ellen Carter rise again. Rise again, rise again. Let her name not be lost to the knowledge of men. All those who loved her best and were with her till the end will make the Mary Ellen Carter rise again. For we couldn't leave her there, you see, to crumble into scale. She'd saved our lives so many times, living through the gale. And the laughing drunken rats who left her to a sorry grave, they won't be laughing in another day. And you, to whom adversity has dealt the final blow, with smiling bastards lying to you everywhere you go, turn to and put out all your strength of arm and heart and brain, and like the Mary Ellen Carter, rise again, rise again, rise again. Though your heart it be broken or life about to end, no matter what you've lost, be it a home, a love, a friend, like the Mary Ellen Carter, rise again, rise again, rise again. Though your heart it be broken or life about to end, no matter what you've lost, be it a home, a love, a friend, like the Mary Ellen Carter, rise again.